episode of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. I'm joined here by two fantastic people. Some may beg to differ. Like you? Yes. <laughs> Alex? Hi. What's up? Nothing. And back by popular demand, which I don't know who's demanding him back. I guess I you and I are. It's, it's, you it's, and I? It's yeah. you and I are yeah. demanding him back? Brad? Hello. Hey, thanks for coming back. Always happy to be here. Thanks for having me in the super fancy uh, bunker. Bunker. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, something I really want to do now, I was thinking while you were talking, Yes. is side by side all of the intros we've ever done just to see how you say the exact same time. Exact same way every it time. It is the exact same way. Have you ever, ever seen that someone on YouTube did a montage of Billy Mays? I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but may 50 he, may, videos may, may, he, may he forever do coke in peace yes <sighs> but it was 50. that was such a sad Hi, day Billy i remember Mays the here. day he died that was a terrible day was it yeah because i was listening to a radio station here in st louis like and they got to know billy mays they're actually a really nice guy yeah like super oh, cool dude for making a, a super cool <laughs> dude like a coke dig at him <laughs> super cool dude but so, yeah, like, i want to i want to billy mays your intro no see that's how i felt about steve Irwin. Like, people were like, you know, because how he went out was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. But, like, by all accounts, Super he was, like, though. the I mean, nicest guy. He did a lot for animals. He did. He did. And I, I'm, quite, despite eating as many of them as I do, I'm actually really quite fond of animals. Well, but yeah, we eat animals that are plentiful. Like, we're not going out and hunting wild bears. Yeah. Panda bears. You know, Ooh, uh, it's funny. Bears I was... on the... <laughs> pandas, pandas have enough problems. They won't. They won't save their own species by doing what nature intended. So, me, uh, no, it's funny. I was just talking to my wife about this last night. I actually, I'm, I will, I will never be a vegetarian because I, a, I like cooking meat as much as I do eating it. But I've been really having to kind of like separate myself from like, like I can buy like a thing of pork chops, but the second I think of like, oh, that's that's a pig, like I feel kind of bad. I'm probably like overly empathetic to a fault because I wouldn't want to be like corralled into like a a thing and it's like oh god i'm scared it's horrible oh wait now I'm, I'm dead yeah I've, I've always said animals should only ever have one bad day the day that yep they should be they happy. become ribs they should be happy happy critters and they shouldn't know what is about to happen to them exactly ever all right enough pita talk yeah let's let's get into let's drinking some animals we will in a few minutes right. so segment one recap real quick alex we have been working this whole month, the last two shows prior, uh, Irish. Uh, St. Patrick's Pat- Day Saint- celebration. Yes, that's that's the official title. And what is today? Today is actually St. Patrick's Day. Woo! The day. The day. You know, this this plan worked out pretty well, I think. I cannot believe this plan actually worked out as well as it did. <laughs> you know, normally when you and I plan something, you plan something pretty well, and then I just kind of half-ass it. And, and then I stop caring and... I then just, my wife saves us. And I just wander in at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we actually planned this out long enough to where that we had this on the books for almost a whole month. That's impressive for us. Yeah, because normally we're failing upwards. <laughs> we've set now a level of success that I do not believe we will achieve again. Well, since we have nothing planned for next month, we pretty much lost We have already. nothing planned for next week. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. We do. Okay. We've got one plan left. Good. And then the gas tank is empty. So, St. Patrick's Day celebration. We've been hanging out this whole last three weeks, four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. We did Irish beers. We did Irish whiskeys. Uh, today, we do, we're do. we doing Irish barbecue, I guess we could call it, Brad. Kind of. Sort of. It Technically, I would say no, but in a, in a sense. Well, in... Do we want to talk about that now, or we'll talk about it? A little. We'll yeah. talk just how we kind of got yeah. to this point because we because you know the show is sauced on beer, mm-hmm. burn, barbecue. We had to figure out some way to get barbecue in here, and yeah. mm-hmm. the Irish aren't known for their barbecue. I was going to say, could we have gotten closer? Is there something that would have been more? No, Irish? I'd say this is about it. Uh, unless we made like some just fire roasted lamb or something. Mm. They like That's their lamb quite a bit. We could have done that, but this is I could have done like a smoked. Uh, like Guinness stew of some kind, like done it on the pit, which could Guinness have been stew. Guinness stew. Know. Oh, dude, have you ever made like like beef burgundy, like buff bourguignon, but with Guinness instead of like red wine? Yep, 
It's awesome. Alex, I think how like Alex, rich people and cannot see you shaking your head. No, no, <laughs> I've never done that. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, it's great. I actually prefer it to uh, the red wine. Version. That's a level of fanciness. May, I've may not Ju- had may in Julia my Child uh, turn in her grave, but oh, Julia Child. <laughs> she call like that? Yes. <laughs> Megan wanted to watch Julia and Julia, that movie about Julia Childs That's and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I've been watching Julia Childs on PBS for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I like watching her cooking show. It's so funny because it's it's good, but she's just like this awkward giant woman. She Gangle was like monster. so tall for the time. And she's like with these tiny little. Well, it was like the '60s. You know what I mean? Like she was relatively tall. Women taller now than they were then. I'm pretty sure she had like a syndrome of like she had like maybe like was it Marfan syndrome or something? I don't know. She's she served in World War II. She was an intelligence officer or something. So like she's like ridiculously tall compared to like these tiny little French chefs and all that kind of stuff. And she kind of makes like these awkward like kind of noises. And I didn't realize she wasn't British. I just assumed she was British. She was from like California. I had no idea until I would say maybe like just five years or so ago. And she translated an entire French cooking book into Mm. English um, so that American people could learn how to make French cuisine and all that. That was her big thing. Uh, what, the what joys was, of cooking. Was it? I was the art or the. What's the joy of cooking? I thought it was the something of French cuisine. Well, that was the first one. Oh, then she came out with the joy the of cooking, of cooking. Uh, which I have upstairs. I'm pretty excited right. about. I have a 1972 edition. Like oh, it's that's cool. really early on. Hmm. It's super cool. That was pretty neat. Um, it still has the squirrel recipe in it. I. You know, it, uh, speaking of things that we were, just, I was just talking about last night. Uh, squirrel is actually, I, I mean, I it's been a minute since I've had it. My granddad would shoot him, and but I, I recall it being really good. And I was a pretty picky kid. Rabbit is also quite good. Mm. It's honestly like it. It tastes like chicken. So now that we've gotten onto this giant tangent of. Squirrels. Squirrels, yeah. rabbits, Julia really Child. The consistency squirrel. of squirrel meat. You gotta, you gotta be careful with the buckshot. There, I'm trying yeah. to think, yeah. how did we re- get oh, here from St. Patrick's Day to... Uh, spite? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so... Back to St. Patrick's Day. People are gonna listen to this like, what the heck is wrong with those guys? How much do they have to drink already? Surely My they, work here is done. they do that on every episode. Yes. So... Culmination. We wanted to kind of culminate, you know, this end this on a high note and all that with especially being St. Patrick's Day. So we thought the best way to end our celebration of St. Patrick's Day, our investigation on it, is by eating really good meat, by drinking Guinness and Bailey's and Jameson. Does anybody like to drink Bailey's out of a shoe? No. Never heard of that before. Bushmill. So yeah, we're going to start by making Irish car bombs, which I've just found out is not a politically correct term. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, I've always heard it as Irish car bombs. I don't think anybody in America would probably find it particularly offensive, but if I was from Ireland, Northern Ireland, I could see that being a Yeah, a I would pop. totally take yeah. offense if somebody came up with something in Ireland called the 9-11 attack. Like, that would be oh, terrible, Jesus. you know? But Isn't I mean that, that comparable. That it pretty much yeah, is. I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, kind of. One was a, a specific incident. Another one is a like century long since strife. Sixty nine to the ninety seven is how long the the troubles were. Yeah, I mean the like the field. I mean that there were it was tensions brewing yeah. for like ever since like the early nineteen hundreds yeah. and just yeah. yeah. I mean it goes back way back and all that kind of stuff. So then yeah, that's. So I get eleven attack. Holy. Jesus. Well, I mean, I'm just saying though, like that's that's the comparison. <laughs> it of, is no, I you just caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> that's the comparison. I'm not comparison. trying to offend anyone, but like that's I didn't realize how bad that was. Like I, I've been telling people, oh yeah, we're making Irish car bombs, and you know, I know oh, we were so excited. Now. Yeah. So should we still? <laughs> Irish yeah, slammers so is the other name that I've heard of it as too. Okay. We should so, stand in solidarity and just start calling that. The problem is we'll order that, and bartenders probably won't know yeah. what that is. Yeah. So let's make some Irish slammers. Slammers. So to do that, we have the Guinness and Brad, Draft. because he is our 
expert in pronunciation of all things. Master said this is the draft, not the draft. You, you. Oh, that sounds so pretty. You uncultured swine. Oh, God. Do not spill your beer. Or dribble it like a There's paper child. towel back there. We have a, uh, which, are we, are so, we using the, uh, the Jameson or the... Well, so the we, have two, we have two that, choices. We have uh, Protestant and Catholic whiskey. Because one is northern, because Bushmills is from Northern Ireland, being oh. the uh, Protestant, and Jameson is from uh, Republic of Ireland, which is historically Catholic. However, here's the thing. Uh, people say that it's actually inaccurate because John Jameson was actually, I, from what I have heard, it was Scottish. I, I had descent. heard that. So therefore, being from Scotland, they're both Protestant whiskeys. But I think I think we're probably I think if I'm people going, with that than we are with the term Irish car bomb. Yes, I think if I'm going to do a traditional one, I think I want to go with the Jameson because I oh, think that's sure. what everyone and, goes with. And I think, not, and that's the ten year single malt. That's yeah, maybe not. Necessary. I don't know if I want to mix that with it. I no, think we'll good. save the. I've Bushmill. done it. It tastes fine, but <laughs> it's. I brought the Bushmill over for our, our second part of this. Sure. When we're when we're enjoying our yeah. our fine barbecue, I thought a good whiskey with that would be good. Ooh, good call. Um, all right, so the Irish Slammer, as we're going to call it, mm-hmm. uh, half a pour of Guinness, half a pint. Doing the hard pour. I am doing a hard pour on this. I'm going up to the bottom of the yeah the bubble the the thing. Which, I love, what are these called? Like the imperial these are pint, pint imperial glasses. pint yeah. glasses. I love these. The and I I busted these out just for you guys' specialty because you, you big softy you. I know. Um, so normally they make it with. Uh, Bailey's. Bailey's. Not Thank out of you. issue. But I couldn't find Bailey's in a small. Like I didn't want a whole thing of Bailey's because I'm a little not a, nip. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Bailey's. I really like it, but like, it's. I don't drink a lot of coffee, so I feel like it's limitation. It, its applications are limited. Yeah. For me. So I found Ryan's, which is a Sazerac product. Which I mean, really, is it going to make any difference? We're only putting. Yeah. Nope. No. Yeah, since since we found bourbon cream, my wife especially is just totally written off um, Bailey's. Bourbon cream is it's fantastic. Just, yeah. It's it's amazing. Buffalo traces oh, specifically. Goodness. America, yes. Need to regain some patriotism after the nine eleven. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I didn't mean it to offend anyone. It was, a, it was a sol- I'm a sucker for a good analogy, and that was a solid. But it's analogy. the closest I could come it was good. to. I, I, I mean, I guess I could have went with Pearl Harbor, but I've already gotten in trouble for telling one Pearl Harbor joke. I feel bad that I immediately started to think, like, okay, what kind of drink would that be? Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> Alex, here's your here's your Irish whiskey. Thank you. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Coming up with a new drink. Yeah. <laughs> A memorial for 9-11. This is going to be terrible. Okay, so, Brad, do I pour the whole thing of cream in here? No, or? There's not room for that. room for it. No, I don't think I put too much whiskey. A, a couple little, little glugs, I oh, would I say. Oh, I put a lot I in mean, there. That's an easy fix. Okay, so now you have to pour, dump this right in. Drop it. Chug drop it. it and chug it. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready for them. Hold on. Do we all want to do it at the same time, or are we going to go? Oh, this is so pretty. In my NASA shot glass. We need to do a quick, otherwise the not Bailey's is going to curdle. Uh, yeah, we got to get that. All right, here we go. Cheers. Slancha, as they say in Ireland. Cheers. Thank you guys so long. That was delicious. Yes, it is. God, that's that's my favorite shot in the world. It's oh, that was so good. I didn't finish my whole. <laughs> oh, you, Alex, you, you first, you spill it. That's a huge. That was not my fault. That was a huge party fault. <laughs> Actually, I saw Kevin shaking it around the corner. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. oh, I'll show him. <laughs> so I like that. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> the creaminess. It's so good. Yeah, it's caramely. It, all the flavors work well together. That my my buddy Colin and I like this is like anytime we're out together this is like our go to which is sad because our other friend Anthony hates him and that's so disappointing because it is. oh man uh, really 
I just spilled some on my pants. It looks like I peed myself. What, what am I? Am I at day, daycare center? Where am I? <laughs> Jesus. No, well, it's hard to... Like, it'd be perfect if we were at a bar and I could just drop it and then chug it. But I've got to go around my microphone here and... That's, yeah, this wasn't the right setup. Spill it everywhere. You have the my perfect fault. setup right there. <laughs> Me? Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty perfect. You are. Okay. Yeah, that that was the first time I had that. I wasn't ready for how thick it was. Oh wait, that's like, never had one. No, that was the first time oh, I've man. had one. All right, well, I like forgi- I'll forgive some of the tomfoolery. Thank, Thank you. Hand me a paper towel, please. Sure. So, what'd you think? First time. Really good. Uh, like Give I said, me your shot glass. Too. I wasn't ready for how thick it was going to be. I'll take your shot glass. Um. Because usually something that thick, I, I like to sip on and drink slowly. So immediately, that was my reaction, was to slow down. But I'm like, no, I gotta finish it. So, I I mentioned I did one uh, last night, just for the hell of it. Yeah. And I have a actual Bushmill shot glass, but it is, squ- like, the bottom is actually square-shaped. Yeah. And it got, when I dropped it, oh. it got, like, lodged in the bottom of my glass. It took me a good couple minutes like i was like i'm really worried i'm gonna break something like one of these chip a tooth yeah i mean i did manage to get it out but i was like i feel like the idiot with his hand stuck in the pringles can (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um i haven't done one in years like this is the first one i've done and it's just it's so the combination of all those three things together the cream the whiskey it's so good the whiskey doesn't stand out as much anymore. Well, and it, Guinness, like, I don't know, people kind of dig on Guinness as being, like, the Budweiser of Ireland, which it is, but, like, it's a dry stout, so the cream really kind of, like, it's not, like, cloyingly sweet, you know? Yeah. Like, if you were to do this with, like, a milk stout or something, it would be not... I've got half a Guinness here. I'm pouring it into my glass now. I'm going for it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, when I saw the ingredients lined up when I walked into the bunker uh, this afternoon, I was quite pleased with yeah, the direction I'm very this happy. was going. So, that was the Guinness draft. What did you think of that? Did you get to try much of it? Because I know we had talked about, in a previous show, we bought the Guinness 200th anniversary, um, the export stout, which is different than the draft. Um, mm-hmm. It's made with a different... Um, is it? I thought I figured it was just the foreign extra with, different a, label, malt. with a label on it. No, oh, it's a different it's an malt. actual different. Oh, cool! Black Peyton malt I'm, is what it's made with. Excited to try that. Um, so, so th- yeah, there. So, because so, uh, Alex is currently uh, jangling, jiggling, jangling, uh, jangling, shaking his Guinness can, and he noticed what what is this curious sound in there? Why is that, my friend, is a nitrogen. Ball capsule. It's I don't, it's a, a, it's, it looks like a ping pong ball, basically. Yeah. Uh, in there, that's what causes it to do the the nitrogen thing. Um, I wish I could explain that maybe scientifically m- m- more gooder, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so. well, thank you for explaining that. I or it's a finger. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never we'll know. Never know. So this draft. I mean, this isn't as good as. A draft of it, like from, but it's pretty damn good. Guinness is pretty homogenized. Like it, I don't know. I feel like my Guinness experience is pretty consistent. Yeah. Like I feel like Budweiser, as homogenized as that is, is uniquely different. Whether it's can, bottle, or draft, I feel is very. Yeah. different. I've always felt like Guinness is pretty consistent. Well, I, don't I feel know. like it's so thick too that it doesn't really matter. You know, I. I very, very politely disagree. Um, I think Guinness is actually pretty watery. Uh, because maybe, maybe thickness. Maybe it's 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 rich. Yeah, it's rich. But in terms of mouthfeel, I think it's much thinner than even say something like Budweiser. Certainly, like a more so than like a wheat beer or yeah. something like that. Um, it actually is a relatively lower carb beer. Uh, than others, you which is surprising, and it actually has a an, an amount of protein in it. I knew that. Um, that's because that's why I drink it. It is Health. not vegan, though. It's not. Vegan. It is not. Do you know why? Because they used fish bladder to. Uh... It just yeah they yeah. Used, they used fish bladder in some point in the process. However, uh, they changed. They it. have changed it. They yep. went to synthetic fish bladder, and a lot of people got upset, and the rest of us shook 
kind of shrugged and kept drinking Guinness. It, I don't think it changed the taste of it at all. I they wouldn't have done it. If... No, right. So this is this is classic Guinness, right? This is original. I think this is the oh, second yep. time that I've had it, and the first time was years ago. And I'm gonna have to kind of agree with Brad. My first impression was this is kind of watery. Mm-hmm. For as dark as it is, um, it's a pr- stouts. So I want to back yeah. up on that. I don't mean like changing the I know it's thickness, yeah. but like it's it's very. I think it's more of the hops and the or the yeah. the maltiness. Like it's a very thick, like that taste of it. Mm-hmm. Not like the texture is thick. It's weird. It very much has a well. I mean, it's a stout. It has a very roasted flavor to mm-hmm. it. A lot of people describe it as almost kind of even even though this isn't a coffee stout, it has qualities very similar to coffee which is funny because i'm not a coffee my wife is a coffeeaholic but i'm not much of a coffee guy but i love stouts yeah see when i say watery i i mean feel a little bit but i also feel like it's missing some flavor what do you mean it's a little light it's a very it's very light for the color for a stout it is yeah, for because you know if you have like uh like Mild. you ever, you ever had like old Rasputin like an Imperial Russian stout mm. yeah holy bejesus that is um, yeah it's, it's like a it's kick great in the face. it's really good and I mean this in the most endearing way possible that is motor oil thick mm-hmm. like it and again I again I say that as a compliment that's like, a meal mm-hmm. almost like you yes. could have a meal of a Russian stout well yeah. that's been my experience with stouts lately so drinking this like this kind of tastes like one of those watered down a little bit i don't mean a knock on it it's not bad i was just expecting something else what were you expecting honestly what it tasted like something better with the slammers so i wonder if that's the the cream i think that gives it that more force that's true we're critiquing something that we didn't drink on its own yeah well i mean i think that's you know like i think that that cream gives it that creaminess you know like i know like it's kind of weird to say but (laughs) but, you know like it gives it more of a fuller kind of taste to it and that whiskey kind of gives it that bite to it um and i think that's why it goes so well together i love this this is this is basically just a very long way of saying uh anthony if you're listening you're wrong these are wonderful (laughs) yeah 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 so this is the Guinness draft. Finish your glass so I can pour you the okay. two hundred year. And I want to see what you think. Would anybody judge me if I just drank the rest of this Ryan's? No. No. I almost did the same thing. And I I'm interested to get point. your opinion on it, actually. Because you've had Bailey's. It's fine. Not as good as Bailey's. I'm I am getting like a weird kind of off flavor on the back end a little bit. Um kind of a I don't know, it's kind of weird. So I will say the one thing like we're going to medicinally like a medicinal kind of thing on the back end. I wonder like too if that's just the kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Kind I wonder of. if that's the whiskey, like the whiskey that they put in the cream. I mean, because it's is it actual cream though? I don't know. Or is it like Bailey's words? As much as cream? as much as it's a cream that I'm assuming it's need fake to be refrigerated cream. ever. <laughs> it said, "I will say this. I found this interesting. Synthetic. Please cream. avoid mixing with citrus because it'll curdle. Does it really say that, please? Yes. Yeah." If the you, Irish if, are so pleasant. Please don't. Just <laughs> just take our word for it. We're not going to say no, but just please, please. If you've ever had a drinking experience where the Bailey's has curdled, it ain't fun. You are pretty close to that. When? Your... Just now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I made it through. I mean, but I think the thing is, like, if you don't know, you don't know. No. I didn't know. I've often heard you don't know what you do not know. All right, so oh. we just did the Guinness draft. I want to compare it now to this 200. Before I compare, I'm going to say I I don't think I liked the Guinness draft. Really? I don't think I'd get it again. I would get it March 17th, 2019. That's next St. Patrick's Day. I, I got there. I got there. Yeah, I I mean... Have I had have I had better stouts? One hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. But honestly, it's Guinness over the past. I I was really into Guinness a few years ago, and then over the past year, it's kind of become like my go to beer again. And like, just it's reliable. It it's you can have a few of them because it actually is relatively low alcohol content. Yeah, I mean, um, I was surprised when I was looking at it. I think uh, it's... You can have a few of them and not you know get like obliterated. Um, and you know, cause I do, I have been trying to be somewhat healthier 
Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not like what is it, Mick Ultra, but you know, it has it has less calories than say another Bud- than no than even like Budweiser. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, huh. yeah I mean, I'm you, just trying. You to all think... sound like a bunch of ladies talking about this, but you Shut know, up. and it's actually one of, if not the only beers that uh, I've seen that has um, like nutritional fat, yeah. wow. which I think it is, does. That's which like, I'm not, you know, saying like that needs to be like a government regulated thing, but like it's, I just like to see that. I like to know what I'm putting in my body. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think in what situation would I want to order this over other stuff? And I can't think of one. I think if I'm at a place that has really good fish and chips, maybe. And like, I was saying maybe if it pairs really well with something, I, that's something I'd definitely be willing to try. Can confirm pairs great with fish and chips. Yeah, okay. yeah, so, and okay, makes, okay. and makes a great stew. Right. Yes. So you just had the two hundred year. What I do you think comparison wise? Like I had forgotten that I had poured that actually. So I I took a sip expecting more Guinness. I was like, oh wow, that's not wow. It's it's almost f- like floral, like kind of fruity. So and that's that a it, little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more that. of a traditional, like, when I think stout. Right, this is what I was expecting. Yes, it's, it's got that hoppy maltiness to it, which I think the draft is lacking. And almost a little bit of sweetness. It's yes. not oh, oh, it's, sweet. it's much sweeter. I was going to say, it's flatter than the, because of the nitrogen. In this. Right. It's a little flatter, but it's... Um, it's much sweeter. I feel uh, like yeah. this is an American stout, and the Guinness draft is an Irish stout. Does that okay. make sense? Yes, Compares- definitely. Like, this is what I want as an American. That makes me oh, think Oh, well, of- that explains it. It's way, way higher alcohol content. This oh, yeah. Is, this is 6%. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that makes me think of our last episode when we had the Kinsale Urban Chestnut. It was like their take on an that Irish is, beer. That is good. Yes. Oh, my goodness. But it was, that is good. It was so much sweeter and creamier. I, I think that is the more... America style of yeah. Let's oh. make it really desserty. That was funny when you guys were like, you text me like, "What are you guys drinking tonight?" And I sent you that. You're like, "Hey, that's what we're having." That's it was so good. good. But this is this is why we're friends. <laughs> I, I just, I think I like, I like the Guinness draft. It's good, but I agree with you, Alex, where you said you want it maybe once a year. You know, like I'm not gonna go out and seek it. I'm not gonna go out and buy another can of it. Brad will, but like. I like this 200 year old or 200 anniversary better. It's more. It's this got is more what of I a want taste. When I want to stout. Yes. I also have like some again because I said I was really into Guinness like a decade ago. You know, some time ago. Like I have this was like my go to college beer. Yeah, as this is what I was you know kind of into at that time. So I have some nostalgic uh, attachments to it. That makes sense. There's definitely something there, for sure. Yeah. I think this is a good place to pause, though. I think we've done a lot. We've this covered some ground. Time. Ooh. What what do we do when that happens? Because we know we drink whenever a phone goes off. What do we yeah, do when, when the, when the, the secret dryer. bunker dryer goes off? <laughs> we got a drink. We've never had that. Finish drink. your glass. Cheers, oh, gentlemen. Sláinte. fantastic that's good yeah, yeah that's interesting that's good i, I like, like that, that. it's got more of a coffee taste to it definitely too i'm tasting that more as mm-hmm. i drink it a little bit of bitterness it yeah. does oh bit. and then you and i were we were i don't know why i just thought of this but you and i were talking about this over uh instagram schlafly's um the mexican chocolate oh stuff. yeah big thumbs up boy is that good uh that's maybe my like one of my favorite schlafly products oh, yeah. let's Do, put that hold on let's put this on Let's pause real yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, because I think we're at a whole idea for another show. I just want to do stouts. Ooh. So let's save our, our conversation on stouts. We'll come back. Leave our listeners at a cliffhanger because I think that this is a whole nother show. You know, we did pumpkin beers. I remember that one. It was terrible. It was let's great. do stouts. Do you not like pumpkin beers? Oh, it's, <laughs> you need to listen, listen to that, to that episode. <laughs> it was. So, <laughs> It was awful. I'll I'll let you finish. Yes. So let's take a break here, though, because I feel like we need to move on because there is something delicious over there on the Mm. other side of the bunker that is smelling amazing that we need to dive into. And this is what happens (laughs) when you do Irish car bombs at the beginning of your podcast. Like halfway point, things get real weird. I can only imagine what this break's going to be like, gentlemen. (laughs) So, yes, let's quickly take a break and we will be back. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. 
If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. And we're back. By far, one of the best breaks ever. Would you agree? You can talk now. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say, please just give it a one-word answer. (laughs) That was the best... I'm technically still on break. It was that good. Oh my goodness! U- union rules. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was all right. It was pretty good. You're understating this completely. <laughs> so we said that in the very beginning. We were talking about we've done beer, we've done Irish whiskey. Now we need to figure out Irish barbecue of some sort. Yeah. Um, and Brad, you were like, "I've got this." I was like, "Okay." You know, and I I told Alex I probably the first week I said, "I don't know what he's bringing." But I'm just, I told him, you have free reign. Whatever you need. If you need me to get something, I'll get it. You know, like, you have free reign. Do whatever you want. You and know? the directions I gave to you was to bring what? A rye bread. Rye bread. And the best thing that goes on rye bread is pastrami. Yes. So, um, not Irish. It, it It's not. It's, it's, it is a more of a kosher Jewish deli style meat. And we're back. Um, it pastrami originates out of really kind of like uh, Eastern Europe. The mm-hmm. name itself, pastrami, I believe, is somewhat derived from a Turkish word. So I was P- interested. Pastri- pastrima, yeah. I think, is the. And I'm sure I'm just butchering that something terrible because I don't speak Turkish. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was interested to find out that pastrami is not actually a meat, but is the process of curing a meat or a cheese. You can pastrami a cheese. You you could pastrami anything. Uh, One of the restaurants that I've worked at, we do pastrami pork belly for our – that goes in addition to our regular pastrami on our, like, quote-unquote, ultimate Reuben. Um, So, yeah, pastrami is a process. It is a process of curing or even slash pickling something a meat of some kind in the united states and in europe as well it's mostly beef and almost always either navel or beef brisket navel. what do you mean navel what so is that? navel is the cut that basically if you so brisket is beef breast basically that's why it's so tough it holds up like 80 plus percent of the cow's weight if you just keep going down you've got navel it's beef belly okay super fatty it's so it'd be like it'd be like um bacon kind of for like a kind pig. of okay yeah um, so navel or brisket is used mostly, uh, but in its most basic terms and why, and this is why we had it on St. Patty's day. It's, it's smoked beef brisket. Now you can, sm- or it's, it's smoked corned beef, excuse me, smoked corned beef. Um, you can make smoked corned beef though, and it not technically be pastrami. What actually makes it pastrami in addition to the whole curing pickling is the, uh, spices that are used in the rub black pepper and, and other things but predominantly black pepper and coriander are okay. the 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 assert of the main flavors and that's what you got in this rub here um if for anybody that's ever had pastrami it can look off-putting to some people because it looks raw it's yes. still red and the reason for that is um the nitrites that are used in like so if you've ever pickled made pickles or ever cured anything you know you use a nitrite or nitrate salt uh in this case i use nitrite nitrates are used for like hanging like dry cured meats as opposed to wet so that reacts with the myoglobin in the meat and that causes it to retain its color it basically turns the meat into a giant smoke ring that's why smoke rings are the way they are i think that was by far the best one of the best barbecues we've ever had on our show yeah, and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, you know, their views, for better or worse, that would maybe turn their nose up at the idea that this is barbecue. But I would argue they didn't invent fire and meat. So, right. <laughs> I mean, you don't... We, you, we are le- loosely using the term barbecue today, but I'm okay with that. No, like, at 150%. Like, this was meat cooked over a live fire. To right. me, that is barbecue. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, if you are cooking... And again, I'm sure people would 
kind of shake their fingers at me, but I, a hot dog cooked over coals that that is I'm to me as far as I'm concerned that is barbecue. And I've done that. Uh, I do love really a good, good hot dog. I'm not gonna lie. Like Again, I. Am... I think people get real, real particular. And we talked about this on my first time here. People yeah, get yeah. very particular about what is and isn't barbecue. Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Is it a noun? Is it, you know, the thing? Sure. Yes. All that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was meat cooked over a live, or just food cooked over a live fire. Um, I think people get too particular. And by getting too particular, they miss out on so much good stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a coworker of mine from uh, Alabama. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, my first year at the agency, I cooked for our uh, Christmas party, and you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm a, a big fan of Texas style, so of course, I made just regular brisket, and as opposed to you know pastrami brisket. Uh, and he's like, "This is great," but you know, buddy, it's not barbecue. I'm like, "Well," I asked him, "I was like, well, okay, what's barbecue?" He's like, "Well, first of all, it's pig." I'm like, mm, first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> it can be whatever you want." But yeah, like you said, it's kind of that mindset that causes people to miss out on stuff in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that's disappointing because because this was great. Oh, this yeah. was incredible. <laughs> was really well, and good. like, so the first time I used my smoker, I smoked a chicken, and there was room on it, and so we, we, my brother-in-law brought some brawlers, and we put that on there. I've never liked bratwurst. Those were delicious. Yeah. So, uh, and again, for our listeners that are here in St. Louis, uh, Schnucks, they're those other than Kenrick's. Yeah. Uh, Schnucks makes the best bratwurst. Well, I mean, and there's Louis. so many other places too besides just Kenrick's. But, but like yeah. for availability, yeah. like I love Schnucks bratwurst. They make them in house. Uh, and I and bratwurst. And they double really great as like Texas style smoked sausage. Mm-hmm. Like so, if you're not grilling them but actually cooking them indirect on a smoker, get some flavor on it. And then especially their cheddar jalapeno ones. Ooh. Serve that up with um, a couple slices of brisket on just some folded white bread. I know we're getting done on dangerous road here because we could get off topic. So let's let's yeah let's go back to this pastrami because I think we could talk barbecue again. We could do mm-hmm. a whole another barbecue show on that. Which several hopefully yeah. Um, but this pastrami <laughs> was just so good. We we enjoyed it with a. I have a friend who does a lot of baking. She made us a fresh loaf of rye bread, um, and then. Brad, you said when you were coming over, you said, I'm going to bring some mustard, too. And I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. You know, I'm not a big mustard mm-hmm. fan. I, I do enjoy the Carolina sauces and all that kind of stuff, but that's a, a different kind of mustard. And so you brought a spicy brown mustard um, to go with it. And we we were tasting it. You cut it right away. Like, I mean, you cut it. It was beautifully cut. The taste on the the seasonings on the outside were fantastic. Good to where bark. you could have the eaten. bark held yeah, up. I was yeah. worried with the steaming process, which I'll come back to in a little bit. I was yeah. worried that with the steaming, the bark wouldn't quite hold up, but it was. It still had good bark on it. it. I mean, it held up so well. It held its own weight, which we'll get into in a second. But and then we took it and we put it on this sliced rye bread, and we soaked the top piece of rye bread. We kind of make like a sandwich. Soaked it in the sauces, the jus. Yeah, a jus sauce, yeah, in the foil, yeah, and then put the mustard on it. And I have never had something that goes so well together. Like, I mean, I've eaten a lot of food, but it just, everything, just the spiciness of the mustard with the sweetness of the, the, the rye bread. I mean, like the rye bread doesn't have a sweet, sweet taste to it, but it, it, it had a sweetness. Mm-hmm. And then the, just the pepperiness of the meat, everything just flowed so well together. And it was, However, it wasn't tough or anything like that. It just, it was so enjoyable to eat. Um, we poured the Bushmill tenier. Mine's with it, I know. I mean, I'm almost done with mine. It's gone. It, everything. It was the perfect accoutrement. Yes, everything <laughs> just went so well together, and you I know, cannot thank you enough for bringing it. Like it was just, it was so good. Thanks, man. No, I was happy to do it. Uh, you know, only only the best for my for my podcast uh, hosts. Um, you know, I don't. How many people live in New York? How many, you know, like millions, uh, is it a, even a, like a billion? Uh, no, probably not. But like, I don't know how many hundreds of millions of New Yorkers can't be wrong. Too I mean, many. Yeah. It's uh, arguably the whole planet is too many. But um, <laughs> yeah, pastrami is obviously great. Uh, I was kind of like you. I didn't really love mustard for like yeah. certainly growing up. It's funny you mentioned like Carolina. That was kind of my entry into liking mustard because I think that now is like the best thing on pork. But if you need something on pork. Uh, but 
spicy brown mustard because you de- you get that horseradish mm-hmm. too that really like that assertive like it cuts through the the very rich the the richness of the meat and the rye it's it's uh, how would you I don't tangy I guess that's kind of hard to describe rye a little spicy kind of tangy but that works all I mean, of, all, a good the, rye the, bourbon is it, it burns a little bit spicy, going yeah. down it's heat it's got heat to it but I think this rye was a sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Is it's that... got it's got a, like a kind of a soury tanginess like to it. Yeah. yeah. So the where I was going with this is all of those components are great. It's not like this is one of the situations where like the the sum is greater than the equal parts because they're all great. But really, when they all come together, like yeah, it is a very like this is a sandwich that's been a, like if you went to Katz's Deli yeah. in New York, which this is kind of what I modeled off or the whole like I'll have what she's having thing from when Harry met Sally, if. Like, this is the same sandwich that they make in 2018 that they made, like, 100 years ago. And people are still ordering it. Like, that's their biggest seller for obvious reasons. Like, mm. yeah. And I'm not, you know, I, I haven't, I've never been to New York. I haven't had that sandwich. I'm only, I, it looks a lot like it. Uh, yeah. I would, I would say it's probably pretty close. It's yeah, just... it was, I've never liked, I've never really liked any of these things. <laughs> what do you mean, any of these things? Oh, the Rye components bread, of this sandwich. pastrami, mustard. They're and all I've, very bold, assertive flavors in their own right. And if they're not done well, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. they're they're bold, and that's about it. And yeah. I think too, like the thing, like I think about with rye breads and all that. Like I try them, and they are hard. Like they're just they're always so difficult to chew. Well, this chew. is it's great that this is homemade bread. Yeah, like yeah. it's oh yeah. But yeah. yeah, I I so yeah. I I tried it first without the mustard because I've never liked mustard. So I I just tried it. It was really good. The mustard put it on such a different level. It just it again because the pastrami is such a bold assertive flavor and it's rich and unctuous and I think the mustard just kind of cuts through it a little bit. Seriously, that it I mentioned to you kind of over the break. It's been a minute since I've made something where I was like, heck yeah, like that that was yeah. especially something for the first time. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's nice to be pleasant. You did surprised. very well with it. Like I think, everybody tell me, I I'm good. <laughs> you're fantastic. <laughs> um, I don't even know. Like I mean, just I wish our listeners could have tried that. Yeah, I wish we could send a sample out through yes. every podcast, and then we could all just sit well, here in silence and be like, <sighs> and they could then send us back whiskeys, yeah, and things like that. If and we'll certainly, you know, mention this later. If they were to follow me on a certain uh, social media, uh, a page site, um, and they contacted me for certain fundulation, I may be able to recreate this for individuals if they felt so inclined. That's just a code word of saying "talk to Brad" and give me money, and I'll make stuff for you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Brad, tell us about your process for making this. We've gushed over how amazing this is. We've made all of our listeners feel super uh, or uh, or unsub- jealous or unsubscribed. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully, like, well, this is what they're going to do every show. Just talk about how great. It so is. Let, let's talk about your process. How did you make this? I know you sent me pictures like two, like, Sunday or Monday. Yeah. So this is something I've been wanting to do just out of my own kind of curiosity, just because I've been bored lately and I haven't. Uh, made anything new for a while um so i bought some uh but two weeks ago i purchased some pickling spices and i had kind of for anybody that's listening that follows me on instagram i posted some of that what is a pickling spice so uh pickling spice is a combination of um different herbs and spices that oddly enough you used to pickle things but it's got um anything like in particular yeah, yeah. so it's got like mustard seed coriander it's got uh bay leaf uh allspice nutmeg some cloves hmm. um it's it smells like a little bag of christmas Okay. Yeah, so that's where you get like the, those flavors in like homemade pickles and stuff like that's where that comes from. <laughs> so, I bought that and I had said, "All right, I'm going to make pastrami. I'm finally going to make it happen." So, um I bought that and then I bought the brisket because that's what this was. It was brisket. And I put that with 2 gallons of water and a quarter cup of the pickling spice in and then in addition to um the nitrite salt for the curing because that's what actually cures it that's what kills botulism otherwise you'd have all kinds of awfulness growing in your bucket of raw meat water um and then a lot of salt and sugar that as well. sounds delicious raw doesn't meat it though water. oh I mean, man when i think of something like, good mm, raw meat water just 
hits you. Uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> combined all those ingredients, put the brisket in there, and that actually hung out for about based on the weight of the meat, the volume of water for about uh, five. I actually did it. It only needed about five and a half days, but because of work and you know life, yeah, I did for about busy. I did it for about six days, uh, and I wanted to be thorough. Um, did you have to change out the water nope. at all, or nope. just, just hung out it, hung out my fridge, sealed it. hung out my fridge in my garage for uh, five and about six days. And then uh, I smoked it for about eight hours, six to eight hours. I don't remember because it was uh, last night and it was the night before St. Patrick's Day. Um, <laughs> about six to eight hours with a mixture of oak and cherry, my my mm-hmm. go-tos. The, the wood is not really important. Yeah, because I was just thinking like – thinking about that. I was thinking, you know, I was going to ask you what woods, but mm-hmm. I don't – it's taste not the woods. It's you know? not. It's well, with not all the super spice important. you yeah. put on it, yeah. and the rub, like it's, really yeah. with post- with barbecue in general, people like it does kind of because I was just talking about like you know terminology earlier. It does kind of bother when people are like, "Oh, it's smoked." Like, yeah, but if that's the only flavor you're getting, then that's not like it yeah. shouldn't taste just like smoked. You should obviously taste the meat. You should taste. Like it really needs to be a combination hopefully, of all the ingredients. Hopefully, if they smoke something, they're not just like. I feel like sometimes you go places and they're like, "Oh, it tastes like smoke," and it's because they poured liquid smoke mm, over the yeah, top of. No, that's that's you know, terrible. and that's not the smoke. Hey, that's that is not barbecue. Right, I will say that is not barbecue. But um, anyway, so I used white oak and cherry, uh, and then with pastrami, you're after you smoke it, you actually, you don't finish it on the smoker. You don't bring it completely up to temperature. Okay. You actually oh. do steam it. Um, when I do like just a standard brisket, I like to wrap in butcher paper because butcher paper, it, it does kind of get it off. Cause at some point the colors where you want it, it's at a good smoke flavor. And at some point it's not going to take in any more smoke right. flavor. Right. So I wrap it in butcher paper that actually the butcher paper still breathes. Uh, whereas foil does right. not and i think foil gets too hot and it creates this kind of pot roasty thing if i was doing standard brisket i don't think that's ideal but in this that's actually kind of what you want because in the end it's kind of a koshery pot right. roast kind of thing i with- feel like that like you could see the grain fall apart like as you were eating it you would get chunks of grain mm-hmm. like meat does that make sense it yeah, broke yeah, totally. yeah which like with a brisket i don't want that grain i want that as one solid piece you want the good bend and all that kind of stuff um yeah this you, yeah you can you could cook this past a temperature that i would be more comfortable with than if i was doing a standard brisket and it's and it's fine right i'm still very happy with how this turned out like because it's still held up like to the bend test like it would totally bend over your finger but you could pull it apart and without any resistance right. but but it also wasn't like pulled beef either no so which is frustrating when you get pulled beef it's it like, is oh you're you probably went about an hour too long you know like i mean hour and a half two hours too long too hot oddly enough time and temperature is important it's crazy <laughs> right uh but no and then for the rub i used um it was mostly black pepper a good bit of coriander as i mentioned those are kind of the two defining flavors other than the pickling spices that uh, so i was surprised th- that the pickling spices came through as much as they did uh, I was expecting to get a lot, and I we did get a lot of, of black pepper and coriander, but I was amazed that the pickling spice really came through uh, as much as it did. I'm it. not a big pickle fan, mm, like and traditional, could, like, yeah, like kind of pickles, gherkin pickles, and all yeah, that. but like, yeah. there was a sweetness a, of it that it was and a, just a depth of flavor. Yeah. Like it just there's nuances that kind of kept going. Um, yeah. But in the rub, so yeah, it was black pepper, coriander, uh, no salt because the the meats. Yeah, cure it's right. Yeah. So it's salt. It's in a brine. It did not, not need any more salt. It, it, was um, it had a little bit of brown sugar, garlic, <laughs> onion, uh, smoked and sweet paprika. I did. Okay. Uh, I love smoked paprika. Oh man, it's, it's funny so as you say uh, this, I can pick out each of those notes as like. Yeah. Okay, I sure. see that. I I I remember that smell. I'm trying to think. Of it. I think that was. It's a pretty basic rub, and I have to say, uh, I actually because I've been trying to like play with like rib recipes like. Just try something new. I think this would be really good on ribs. Kind of mm-hmm. like not, no, I wouldn't cure them, but kind of pseudo pastrami ribs in I terms don't of flavor. Think you'd want to cure it because you no, know, the, the breaking of the bark and all that kind of stuff. I don't think you want. I that have with the ribs. cured ribs before, and they actually are they 
they actually are really good. <laughs> they came out really, but, really good. Like, it'd be but, like a stew rib. I don't want a stew. It'd be uh, like crockpot ribs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. And you oh, skip right. the foil. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I would just, I really just the, just using that rub on ribs. I think they're, those, I like those flavors mm. a lot. Um, I like, I like the coriander. I think it adds something different. Like, it's not, you know, when you eat a rib, you don't, like, expect, that's not a flavor you mm-hmm. would usually get a lot of. You usually just get a lot of paprika salt pepper stuff yeah. you know stuff like that but yeah that was amazing I'm glad I you guys would, enjoyed us. I was just saying it. like i would pay for all of this yeah <laughs> um for sure. funny you mentioned that <laughs> <laughs> what's our bill for today oh you guys can't afford me <laughs> with, with that rye bread <laughs> oh my goodness mm. that was amazing mm. i think alex we have done a very fair job of covering saint patrick's day we could could we have gone into more detail Sure. Could we have gotten more drunk? Probably. Sure. You did a good job. Did we thorough. want to get more drunk? Probably. Did we want to go into more history? Probably not. I mean, is there a lot there more out there? More? Yes. Was, was there? Was there? I think there's a lot more beer, a lot more whiskey that we could try. Maybe not as much barbecue. We could do like Brad. You said the lamb earlier, but like, I think in in speaking of like a St. Patrick's Day celebration. There isn't as much like a solid defined. This is St. Patrick's Day. It's more just kind well, of it's the become spirit such of like I don't think St. Patrick's Day is honestly that big of a thing in Ireland. Like it's, I think it's, us it's, Americans. It's, it's, just oh, it's just a more. homogenized American. Well, and yeah. Whenever I talk you know, to like some thing. of my friends at work and talk about St. Patrick's Day, like yeah, we're just gonna go drink a ton of beer. Like that's it's got nothing to do with anything really. It's like let's go get trash. I'm know? just proud. There's been no green beer consumed during this because that's just stupid we did that last week <laughs> oh we did, did you guys are the worst. we did that last Quit. week i'm done because i so if you didn't listen to last episode which clearly brad didn't is it up is it up yeah. it is it's been up since tuesday <laughs> we <laughs> so i i when we did our we'll Irish let you slide episode. because you are busy making pastrami yes, yeah there you go I, I, I wanted to see living. if there was like a classic St. Patrick's Day beer, aside from just Guinness, Guinness, and I could find nothing except green beer. Green so beer. it was just like, how do you make green beer? Blue food dye. That was it. It was like, and and shame. It was terrible. It was it's fine. So, you just didn't like it. Was the beer. disgusting. You, you don't like how you like feel beer. physically and emotionally. <laughs> it's just it's it's not good for the soul. <laughs> I didn't like any of it. It was terrible. I was hoping it'd be a little well. Better. Dude, I, no, was, it was disgusting. Other, other than the green beer, I wouldn't say you guys have had a lot of troubles with the. Uh, uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> Are we back in the Irish car bomb thing? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like I've had an Irish car bomb go off in me. I feel like I've drank way too much today, but that's okay. It's St. Patrick's Day. Compared to what? To a normal last show. <laughs> oh, last night. Last Don't night. even get me started on last night. Maybe a normal Saturday at 2 to 4 p.m., yeah. Yes. Yeah. 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. You know, I'm trashed, you know. Like... Well, and we're in your secret underground bunker, so what yeah. the hell do you care? Yeah. Do we want to talk about things that we like, other than the things that we've already talked about that we like? Yeah, I think that's a great segue into Picks of the Week. Um, because I think all three of us are ready for a nap after that yeah. delicious meal. Mm. Um, so picks of the week, if you haven't been listening, just to recap, it's a pick of anything that you want that's been exciting to you this week. Um, it can range from anything that has to do with beer, bourbon, barbecue, or it can be anything outside beer, bourbon, barbecue. It's kind of, we kind of left it open. It's something that excites us this week. Um, gentlemen, I'll throw it around the table. Who wants to start? I'll go. Okay. I thought I knew what it was going to be, but I kind of, I did a last minute change. Damn it. Uh, yes, last minute last change, minute change. Picks of the week. Uh, the new Infinity War trailer. Uh, okay. okay, that was a good change. Holy shnikes, man! That was wonderful. I need uh, to go watch it again. I've oh, I've watched it like five times. It's so good. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Marvel has done such an awesome job of the past decade now like building say, how many up years like, think this about, movie like, been in the making a decade like th- there's me like over like 70 characters they're incorporating this that's like that's amazing it's so impressive that's, like dc can't figure it out with like 
five. Carrie and I and yeah. I love like I'm I'm a Superman like I will always be a Superman fan. I hate mm-hmm. Superman. You, I love Superman. You Superman Batman reminds me. Uh, why why would I like Superman? He's too powerful. We don't it need to doesn't talk about matter. It's because because it's what I like and you I don't, like Batman. You don't, don't get me wrong. Okay I love Batman. <laughs> I love Batman. But Superman is just like what what's his weakness besides kryptonite? Uh, Friendship people. He cares about people. He's good for the sake of being good. He could dominate the planet, but he chooses not to because it's not okay. He is a beacon for the world to look to. Didn't shake your head. You asked for this. You did ask for this. Moving on. So I love I love uh, DC characters, but I'm sorry the the DC movies have just been a dripping bucket of. Things I can't say without an explicit rating. We have an explicit rating, but yes. You know, it's they're bad, and Marvel's done such a great job, and this movie looks absolutely amazing. It's going to be fantastic. I can, I can, can I mention my other thing that I was originally going to say, though? Yes, you please. have 30 okay. seconds. All right, so on the way over here, I you know, my phone was on shuffle, and the main like uh, musical motif from Episode 2, uh, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, came on, and I think, can we all agree that that's, Absolutely, the best thing that came out of the prequels. Yes, beautiful. Like, that's not like that is arguably the worst movie of the prequels. But that musical theme is so good. It's, it's actually I have one to argue though. It's actually my one of my top three like musical motifs in the whole saga. Duel of the Fates. Oh, oh, I'm not like Duel of the Fates is amazing. Like you cannot like hear that dun dun, and without just seeing the door like in your head, the oh, doors yeah. come open, and then he's and, like, "Hey, check out this one lightsaber." Now let me now pull it has two another side. Like, what? what? That's but, not like, possible. I, I think that the the theme from episode two, the Across the Stars, like it's such an underappreciated because everybody just you know dogs on episode Jar-Jar two, and, and and rightfully, well, yeah, yeah but no, just episode two because it's. It's a really weak movie, but that theme is so good. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't think anybody could ever say like, "Boy, John Williams was the worst part of that movie." Like John Williams, he saved that trilogy. <laughs> he saved. Like, he saved many movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, Only redeeming gonna... factor: Horrible. John Williams. Oh, I just so watched bad. the three of them. I watched Crusaders. Uh, Temple Those of Doom and Raiders. Doom's a weird movie, although it, it is kind of goofy. I, I love Doom. I, doesn't fit with the. It doesn't. Even Spielberg says that. Right. I, I will always love Doom though because it gave me like one of my go-to like lines to use like if somebody is busy. It's like no time for love, Doctor Jones, which is actually more <laughs> of a because cl- it's used in Clerks, and that's yeah. actually where I'm what I'm referencing. But I, yeah, the, the Doom gets fast and uh, Club Obi Wan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you ever noticed when the uh, the the doors open to the fire pit? You know yeah. what sound effect is used? The lights, specifically Vader's lights, because really? each lightsaber has a very distinct snap, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And Vader's is like a snap hiss. Yeah, that's my text notification right now. Specifically, Vader's. My, mine's a uh, mine's the Old Spice whistle. Nice. Yeah, it has been like I I can never change it. Like that's just my thing. Yeah. All These right. Are losers. <laughs> You're stupid. Um, so like 120 seconds later. Yes, Alex, pick of the week. So mine's gonna be kind of bland and surface level here, but um, <clears throat> we went. You're gonna say your a, kid? Are you gonna say your kid? No, I'm oh. no, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> Hello, I love silence. you. No. <laughs> silence. Yeah, silence. In lieu of my kid, I love my kid, but. <laughs> We went to uh, a local liquor, liquor, liquor store here. How liquored up are you right now? It's whatever. And, and they had a um, one of those gift boxes where you get a, a bottle of bourbon or whatever whiskey and, and other stuff with it, which normally is just like whatever. It's not good stuff, but I've been wanting Four Roses Yellow Label lately just because it's, it's good for the price. It, it makes good cocktails. I've just been wanting one. And they run like 15 to 17 bucks, kind of the price range I see it at. They had a gift box with it was fifteen dollars with that and like a strainer, a nice stir, and a mixing glass with it for fifteen bucks. Like I'm getting the bourbon for free. Yeah, at pretty this much. Because I've been wanting those specific things for a while, like those three specific things. So I'm like that easy buy for yeah. sure. Didn't even think about it. I grabbed it. Done. So that's mine. I am ashamed to admit how long it took me to get like a legit like bartender spoon like a cocktail spoon like way longer than it should have it makes a big difference yeah surprisingly i i didn't think it would but i made three cocktails since then big difference i got by with like i still i used a because i have like 
you know, like a cooking utensil, like a slotted spoon with a long handle. And I used that for a long time. I used, use, I used butter knives. Oh, my oh God. yeah. And yeah, I use that. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's the same purpose and it uh, works just as good. But like, there's, there's something about swirling around that. Cause if it's the right kind of bartender spoon, it is itself kind of has like a corkscrew thing on it. There's something about just getting it down. And you're like, Oh, this, this is how I'm, I'm a professional. I know things. <laughs> oh my goodness. Watching you last night, try and stir that Sazerac. It's it an was, art. It's it was. Sazeracs are so good. Okay, we pick of the week. I got to do mine now. Okay, Fine. do no. it. Fine. We ran out of time. Jeez. Oh, All right. Well, thank. Uh, no. Uh, pick of the week for me. I originally put March Madness. Why do you even just bother saying what you were going to do? Because it's I like want you the want people to, shove to in everyone's know. Everyone's face that I'm, you can I'm... pick two picks of the week whenever you want. Just pick one and don't say the other one. Yeah. March Madness was my first one, but I I've so changed much. it. <laughs> you wishy washy. Such and such. Two. I forgot what the second one was going to be, so I'm going to stick with. <laughs> our, I'm going to stick with March Madness. Marcus Dane, in spite of like telekinetically obliterated it from his mind. I don't remember what the second this one was. This is my favorite pick of the week segment ever. Yeah. So I'll just stick with March Madness. Yes. It's been so awesome. Let's just um, I don't watch enough basketball or anything like that to you I, know actually make good picks. I just like to fill out the bracket and just be like. What happens? What happens? I called, and, I called the one guy Stephen Curry to a class, and they all made fun of me. I was like, "Blue hockey? I, I don't. Yeah, whatever." <laughs> so that's my pick of the week: March Madness. It's been awesome watching basketball and all that kind of stuff. It's fun, and that's all I have to say on that. Oh, I remember what my second one was. Uh, Damn it! Whiskey samples. Really? Doing whiskey that's samples? That's what you had to rack your brain over. That's not even a thing. Dude, I've been making so many connections with people. People are sending me beer. They're sending me whiskey and all that. Okay, so yeah. specifically sending people yes. whiskey. Yes, trading. Right. Trading whiskey Because you made that. it sound like, oh, I like trying whiskey. No, that, no, 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 no. That's trading. my pick of the week. Is that trying legal? whiskey. Is that legal? No. Um, <laughs> I didn't think about that. People just do it. I'm not trading the whiskey. It just happens I'm trading a box of macaroni and cheese, and there just happens to be whiskey samples inside of it. That's not your fault. No, you I can't help that. I yeah. didn't ask them to put the whiskey in there. I asked specifically for a box of macaroni and cheese. Specifically Velveeta. No, 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 no. Kraft yes. macaroni and yes. cheese. Oh, that's no. not even legal in Europe. Kraft really? macaroni and cheese. No, that, amazing. That you cannot buy blue box. From from what I understand, I, I don't know. Somebody, that's, somebody told me lies. Velveeta shells and cheese bread's right. No, well, right. yeah, but like Easy. you want something 97 cents that you can send with all these samples. Yeah. Okay, focus, oh focus. <laughs> Brad. Sir. Today was fantastic. It was a fine, fine day. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for, for bringing me. delicious cured meat. Mm-hmm. Alex. Kevin. I'm happy to wrap up St. Patrick's Day. I think we've done it justice. It's been a good month. It has it's been. It's been a lot of So, how can you connect with us? So, let's, so let's wrap this up. You know, that's my favorite go-to phrase. Yeah, you love let's it. Let's, up, let's just do it. So, wrapping this up, uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at shop. Nope. I'm sorry, at hello. No. Nope. Sh- what is it then? Hello. At shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. <laughs> um, we have a website, www.shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. Check out the shirts that Megan made. Yeah, that's They're my really wife. cool. They're really cool. I've actually sold more shirts the last two weeks than I have. Oh, really? Like, there's people are buying them, so check them out. They're they, really yeah. cool. I'm wearing one right now. So comfortable. Like yeah. the design, the design's really cool. Like she did a fantastic job. At yeah. It. Well, I want, I want one. Get Brad one. Go to www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. <laughs> I feel like the brisket paid for it. Okay, so. fine. I'll hook you up. It did. I'll let you know for sure. Um, Alex, how can people connect with you? At Instagram. <clears throat> For now, right. at, at the dot Alex dot experiment. See what I'm up to. There, yeah. Brad, how can people connect with you? They can connect with me also on the Instagrams at Brad Loves Bacon for basically just like food and husky pictures. Occasionally, the good bourbon picture. If when I finish when I finish my tattoo, I'll post a picture of that. And I'm Kevin. You can connect with me at shop. Nope, not at shop. <laughs> I'm you Kevin, and you can't do connect anything. <laughs> Dude, I have had so much to drink. You can connect to Kevin at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. 
No guarantees he'll connect with you, though. Because <laughs> he might forget. <laughs> with this. Hey, if you pour four shots of whiskey down, you know, and three beers and pastrami. I didn't even see you have that much to drink. I've been drinking it all day over That's here. impressive because I didn't even see it happen. That's how I like to roll. Stealth beer drinking and whiskey drinking. I believe that's called alcoholism. When you're, when you're sneaking drinks. All right. And on that note. Bye. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Brad, again, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Alex, anything? No? No top of the morning? It's too, m- it's too much of time. a trouble. Yes. Yeah, I clearly am not up to speed on the political and social problems of ireland and most of the world so i'm just gonna not i'm not i'm not okay so i'll end it there sure you stay sauced on beer bourbon and barbecue